Welcome to this week's episode of Sync and Assist. This week, Brad and I, we sit down and we discuss a few different subjects, such as looking at the glass half full rather than half empty. But to the core of this week's episode, we discuss legacy. We talk a lot about how we would like to be remembered, and not only for our art, for our crafts, but also as individuals, as as people. We also discuss a couple public figures' legacies as well for examples. So we touched on a few different subjects this week. This week's episode is a mixed bag, and we hope you enjoy it and take something away from it. But before we get into this week's episode, you can find Brad at Bradley Pallone on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RobertDXN. You can find Sync and Assist at Sync and Assist on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We're quickly approaching our 52nd episode of Sync and Assist, our one-year anniversary of this podcast. So please do reach out to us and let us know what it is that you would like to see in future episodes or just period in the future of Sync and Assist going forward. But you can find this podcast on iTunes and Spotify as well as a handful of other platforms. We are pretty much wherever podcasts are found. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please subscribe so you never miss an episode. But let's get right into this week's episode. Episode 46, Sync and Assist. job there's this new guy uh his name is jordan i believe maybe it's justin i think it's jordan i'm sure it's jordan one of the j names <laughs> but there's a lot of them yeah but he or maybe it's jason <laughs> but jason Bourne. he's this young guy and like i have no idea how old he is he's probably fresh out of high school but you know he's this wide-eyed you know super fresh super green Oh, he'll learn. Yeah. I told him first day, don't stay here long like I have. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh, I sound, I sound like negative Nancy. I, yeah. I apologize. Uh, but yesterday, he just kept popping over by me. And like, we had, we worked one shift and I were like best friends, <laughs> like the way he sees it. And, like, um, and he's like super high energy. He's hilarious. He's like he's young and like his innocence is kind of funny in a way, um, but yesterday he was he was just popping in and out like he'd just come over to where I was and just say something super random and it'd be so funny. But one thing that stood out to me was um, he just recently got his first check from the job and he came over to me he was like he said man I I worked so hard these first two weeks and I was like oh my god I just saved up about I got a good $430 coming my way on this paycheck he said I saw it and I almost cried but (laughs) I was dying laughing I was like yeah they take a lot right (laughs) taxes Um, you're an adult now 
as my mom says, welcome to the real world. Um, been here. Yeah. Almost in my thirties. <laughs> but um then after that he followed up and said while he was walking away, he just said, Well, I have some money in my account now. And when he walked away, like I, I paused like, damn. That's how you gotta look at it. And I'm I'm always looking for the silver lining and everything. And like jobs, whatever, like I'm always looking for the silver lining. And as horrible as, as my job is, and it I have it and it's helped. Like, is it am I like rolling in it? No. <laughs> but without it, who knows where I would be, you know? And that's how you have to look at it. And when I paused and he he said that, I was like, yeah, that's how you have to look at it. It's not a lot, but it's enough. And you have to, you know, look at it, at life like that. Like, people are doing so much worse, and you could be doing so much worse, but you're in a decent enough spot, like, enough. You have enough. Right. Some people don't even have that. And you you are enough. You know? It, yeah. It's like looking at it that way is I mean I, adequate, I guess, you know, is a good word too. You you are enough for you. You are enough. I I'm speaking in terms of, of it on a not just a financial but like a, a personal personal way um but yeah that's that's a that's a very glass half full way of looking at it Mm -hmm. as opposed to empty um it's like when you first told me that my first thought was like oh well that kid will learn pretty quick how to be negative you know because not none of us thought we'd we'd end up being Squidward. We we thought we'd be SpongeBob most of our lives, you know, that naive sense of wonder um, and that happiness and energy to, like, enjoy each day. It kind of fades with time, and it's it's a mindset. It's definitely a mindset um, that you got to keep, you know, you, you, every day you got to keep that in check, you know. Yeah, and last week... At the time of recording, still we're still in that week. But last week was Thanksgiving, and it, like we said, it's a racist holiday. But and and I don't celebrate it because I am part Native American. Um, <laughs> but and Brad can probably attest to it. Uh, look at my cheekbones. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I say Thanksgiving because. Creed 2 came out and like I've only seen it once and is it the first movie? No, but the more I think about it, like, oh my god I love it. Um, And the more I think about it, it's 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 creeping up on the first one. They're going to be neck and neck. It'll not pass the first one though. But, um, that's a masterpiece. But, that movie's had me so motivated and not to like go into the movie or anything, but yeah, don't spoil it. No. It's still fresh. <laughs> um, we don't even know the numbers yet. <laughs> um, but oh, wait, Rotten Tomatoes. 
but there there was a lot of struggle and there was a lot of fighting. I mean, it's a boxing movie, but there was a lot of fighting in that movie and that movie's had me so motivated lately. There have been things like I, I could have just, I could just look at it, you know, even since then, like I, I could have just looked at it and just crumbled. But I was like, I'm going to take this and it's not going to affect me. And I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be drained by it because it's a decision. Yeah, the, those movies spoke to me so much as a kid and they still speak to me today on never giving up always giving it your your hardest and and boy does he yeah yeah they've always been great motivators you know but it's never been about boxing it's that's really just uh situationally what the movie's about but not thematically what the movie's about i mean it's about family it's about internal struggles adversity rising above it um I mean, it's it's like working out, and and what we were talking about last week. Oh, it got me motivated to work out. <laughs> you want to be yeah. <laughs> that montage towards the end. <laughs> yeah, that Rocky movies are known for montage workout routines. It, it's become kind of kind of a, a joke in some ways. A lot of movies spoof on it, but I I bet because I haven't seen Creed two yet. Um, I'm sure the more we're mo- right by a movie theater, so <laughs> when we stop recording, yeah, you. Um, but I, I can imagine, you know, it being modern day. You know, that montage probably did what it did back in the '80s for people. Just like, well, damn, I want to work out now. <laughs> work on your shit is what it is. Is that the name of the episode? Work we'll get kicked off of iTunes. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, we already we are labeled explicit, and I we tip we don't. Did you call me a sadistic fucking one episode? <laughs> I did. Okay, I guess it's my fault. <laughs> but you also edit the thing, so <laughs> and you didn't deny it, did you? I embrace it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Like I'm not editing that out because I can't I can't <laughs> deny this. I really am this. Um No, but that those movies have done a lot for me in trying to be the best I can be, the best person I can be. You know, a, a big theme is being your own person, not not being your your dad or somebody else it it's like do what you're passionate about but carve out your own path you don't have to do it the exact way that someone else does you know and you know it's noble to do things for people that have passed away in our lives like you know i want to honor this person you know in asian cultures it's it's big about honor you know it's like you need to honor your ancestors you honor your family by doing this or that and but that's that's a very childish understanding it's a necessary understanding for a, a, a point of time in your life you know but there's a time to break tradition and break break the rules 
do, you know, we're big on that here. Sink and desist is, is going against the grain. And, you know, it, it's not, it's not wrong to, to grow up and really try your hardest for other people. And I, you know, to be a good person, I, I get that, you know, but it's very easy to lose yourself in that. And you're not being you, you're not being genuine, you're not being real. You're, you're doing it for other people, not for yourself. And then eventually you're just going to get drained and you're going to realize who, who am I? I do. I don't even know who I am anymore. You're going to lose it because you've placed that identity on, on, on these actions that, that you think other people want to expect of you or see of you. So, um, that's, yeah, kind of going back to the Rocky, like, theme, it's the Creed theme, um, is that it's just, it's big on, I want to do the right thing, but it's got to be for me. You know, I need to face this adversity, not for anyone else but me, it's my battle. Um, but situationally, it wasn't necessarily his battle. It's, it, it's the battle that was placed in front of him because of his father. You know, so it's like, you know, it's like his dad's, you know, it's like, I, I want to de defeat him for my dad, you know, like vicariously through me kind of a thing. But, I mean, he, he's got a lot to live for, but, you know, than, more than the past. It's like he's got this future. So fight for his future, not for his his past, you know. You don't need to make amends. You don't need to, to justify. You don't need to. It's kind of like the 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 biblical concept of, of self-sacrifice. It's like there's a point where you, know, you can sacrifice yourself for other people, you know, for their salvation, but at what point do you start just seeing the 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 Christ or the the God in you and live it out instead of seeing some it is something outside of you that you have to achieve you know it's all this internal struggle of like maybe i need to face this scenario to reveal what's already in me you know it's and I'm saying all that, and I haven't even seen Creed 2 yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to pause this episode, and we'll pick this back up in two and a half hours. <laughs> One thing that Creed, the now Creed franchise, is about is legacy. And like you touched on it a bit, but... One thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is also legacy. Like, I don't know how... I want to be remembered because I don't think, mm. you know, that far <clears throat> ahead, it is something to think about. Like, how do you want to be remembered? What legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want people to remember you positively or negatively? Live that now. Like, we have to work on that now. Like, I want to make movies and I want, I want to, you know, do all these things, but... Is that it? Is my legacy going to be just movies, or is it going to be more? Well, 
a lot of people in those fields uh, have causes that they they create where people can donate to um, different crises in the world. You know, Gerard Butler's out there in those fires <laughs> in California, like like that, yeah. Um, the way he said Gerard Butler's, I, I, all I pictured was him like going in 300 style, trying to like <laughs> put out the fire himself. Um, which I I think he could. That that dude is big, but um, but like a lot of people use their platform for to make the world a better place. So they they find okay, I'm financially stable now. I'm I'm getting work. I'm doing what I'm passionate about, but doing what I'm passionate about such as making movies or directing or you know whatever your career path may be. It's like I'm I'm very satisfied in it, but I'm also like but you know 50 years from now People aren't gonna remember me. It's like I'm just another actor, just another director. It's another office worker, just another singer, you know. But they, the people that you do remember, you know, did a lot of good for the world. You know, they gave back. Or, I mean, I'm I'm just sort of suggesting that, like, if if you're pondering that question. I don't know, maybe consider more humanitarian efforts or or is it something else? Is it something even more personal than that, maybe? Or something more in your community? You know, it doesn't have to be like, you know, feeding hungry children in third world countries. It could be something more right here in the U.S., helping people here. There's a lot of homelessness here, too. You know, we always talk about like you know third world countries, and uh, and they they definitely need attention, they definitely do, but some people's callings are right here at home, yeah, where they can fix problems in front of their their face. You know, <laughs> you're <laughs> you're laughing, so okay? Maybe this isn't the time and place to say it, but um, that reminded me of something my grandma said would say when my mom when she was a kid that didn't, this has come from a Mexican family, um, <laughs> that when she didn't eat her, eat all of her food, she would say, there are starving kids in Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I say stuff like that all the time, actually. <laughs> but I don't say Mexico, I say third world countries. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like you better finish your food. <laughs> They're starving kids. See, I yeah, but I don't get the correlation of that. Like, well, I I I guess I do get the correlation of that, but I don't think it logistically makes sense though to to use that as to why you should finish <laughs> your food. Because in my head, I'm thinking. Wait, they'll starving. still be hungry. There's, yeah, I was like, the, then I should not eat this and go take it over to Mexico. It'll be cold, but they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a kid. <laughs> so I never completely bought that whole. I, I've heard that before. It's like, finish your plate. And maybe this is off topic as well, but uh, my brother asked a friend if. 
he believes that Santa is Mexican. <laughs> yep. And he thinks Jesus is Mexican, too. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But Jesus was Mexican. But yeah, but what legacy do you want to leave behind? Yeah. Like, like we were talking uh, about it last week. Like, Stan Lee, he's left behind an Stan incredible, uh, a deep and, and rich legacy. And yeah. And it surpasses, you know, his daughter. It's it goes to us. It right. We inherit his legacy. Like it's so. Who do you want to? How do you want to be remembered? You know. Mm. And it's not like Stanley asks himself that. He's like, I want to be remembered as the dude that made Spider Man. And yeah, no, I don't think that I think changed his vision the world. Was, you know. Um. It's so much bigger. No, his his vision was I want to bring hope to hope to to kids and adults alike. You know, I want to showcase their potential through fiction. You know, what speaks to you, what tells good stories that inspire you. That's, I mean, if I had to guess, that was his vision. I would I would say that because it's it's far more than just you know characters drawn on a comic book it's what they mean to people what did it it do i mean for you even like spider-man was actually since you brought up spider-man is, is one of the characters that really influenced you i think or or maybe even recent years with miles morales you're know, seeing the representation of him too um, I've definitely, growing up, related to Peter Parker. Um, I have a birthmark um, right here, showing it to uh, the to my co-host. Uh, now you, you guys can't see because it's a podcast. But um, um, growing up, it and the birthmark is right on my wrist. So growing up, and also being into you know film and photography, I. I definitely related to Peter Parker um, because I was was bullied growing up and Mm. I was always a scrawny kid, you know, growing up. And I was always picked on. And so is Peter Parker. And you like girls out of your league. I like redheads. (laughs) 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 uh, But I, I definitely related to Peter Parker. And he's definitely... One of those characters that has influenced me. Yeah, same for me. Like I related to him the most because he was just the most normal. He wasn't some super. He, he, well, he is a superhuman, but he didn't live that way. You know, it, he he learned to make the most of his situation, and and they were poor. They were poor. so another layer right. to relate to. Well, and and like fatherlessness and not me, motherlessness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm saying in general, a lot of people relate to that aspect though. If, of Spider Man is uh, he, you know, he's taken care of by his aunt and uncle, and then his uncle died, so he's only taken care of by his aunt, you know. And it's not so much Batman, you know, it's his 
origin. It's his backstory. I that can't relate to that. It's <laughs> that inspires me. Yeah. Maybe the kids in the orphanage that. Uh... <laughs> you know, I'm speaking generally, <laughs> very generally here. But I can relate but, to Robin. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Um, that's that's the kind of legacy that the creators of these characters have made. It's not it's not the characters, it's it's their the way that people relate to them and apply them. And it how long have these characters been around? For decades. Damn it's almost eighty years old. Yeah. So like our our grandparents saw the birth of that, you know. I I was watching Won't You Be My Neighbor and Ooh. It's it's really good. Uh, a lot of people at, at Sundance said, it, "Oh, this movie's gonna make you cry." I didn't cry. It was good. It was deep. And it was uh, no heartfelt. But you know, it didn't make me cry. If anything, it made me happy mm-hmm. um, because Mister Rogers was a r- genuine person, and like he in his life, like in his career, he made a mistake. Like uh, uh, if it were to happen today. Uh, Mr. Rogers wouldn't have a career anymore because everyone would write and take his career from him because mm. it w- it was definitely a, a race um, mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh, the mailman um, was black, um, but <laughs> um, yeah, he he the mailman, the actual actor, he he felt like he was only being used. Um, but not to the best of his abilities. And um, he's also, he's black and he's homosexual. And, you know, all, all of these things. And, like, Mr. Rogers was, um, I believe he was a minister. And mm. I, I want to say, he was definitely in the church. And, like, his beliefs didn't line up with, you know, his his really close friend. And, like, he also w- was a singer, not Mr. Rogers, the the friend. And, like, that was one of the mistakes that he made. And it paid off in a very, you know, uh, not, not paid off, but he made it right, right. In, in a way. And it was also still very much ahead of his time. Like, um, he... I, it was a while ago since I've seen this, but he I want to say he like came out on Mr. Rogers and he was they were soaking their feet in like a kiddie pool and a black man and a white man sharing the same kiddie pool, you know, mm-hmm. washing their feet back, together back in that time. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Rogers even he made mistakes but he also learned from them. And there's no way in the world Mr. Rogers said, oh, my legacy is going to be so sick. I'm going to be so progressive. And like, no, he just was. And Mm. your legacy, you only have control over your actions and your reactions. And you only have control over yourself. But like, you can't predict your legacy. Your legacy isn't yours to really decide it your path is for you to decide but your legacy 
isn't because um one of the interpretations from mother we were talking about earlier but uh, about mother but one of the interpretations i got from it which the movie you watch, mother yeah yeah you you watch that movie and you'll take literally <clears throat> anything and whatever you take away from that movie is not wrong is it's a chameleon of a movie it's whatever you want it to be and one of the um points that i took away from it was once you put out your work cuz um i think his name is him they don't have names in the movie but hmm. um he became he he was a poet and he he was a writer and he put out his work and then all these people this big crowd came and they took all of his stuff and I, from all of, and I'm I'm skipping over some a lot of stuff cuz uh, go watch that movie it's if you think it's a r- bad movie you're wrong you're a bad person but um <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky is a genius but I, I took from that that once you put your work out there it's not yours anymore it's everyone else's and like yeah it's yours you made it but it's theirs right you don't own it anymore and it's the same thing yeah with- and that kind of reminded me of something I heard uh, a, a preacher say is that you don't preach one sermon. You preach a hundred sermons. There's a hundred people there. Yeah. Ever, it's a perception thing too. Is that they're going to take that information and they're going to process it differently, each and every one of them. So, and it, it also, for me, that kind of puts it in perspective of, that some people need to hear certain things in their life that may not be right, <laughs> quote unquote, or correct, but that may be what they need to hear at that moment. And then as they continue on their journey, they receive more information that maybe they weren't ready to hear a long time ago, but now they are ready to hear it and it makes sense to them now. Um, it's the same with, you know, race, you know, it, uh, with Mr. Rogers' journey. He might have been a little ahead of the curb, you know, for his time, but he also, in that time frame, you know, decades ago, just, you know, kind of had some slip-ups of, of, of racism and things like that. But we also need to think about it from our, from the people that we ostracize, you know, we, we, the moment we label, we be careful, like, how much we're labeling people and pushing them away, too, and pointing the finger, and because they may not know, you know, yet, you know, they have a perception, we each have a perception and a certain time in our lives, and we've been raised with certain information, we all process it differently, and Humanity's getting there. You know, it's like we're all, we all got these crosses to bear, you know, and so I, I'm becoming less focused on what everyone else is doing and how it relates to me. I'm just not worried about myself, but I'm focused on myself more and more because 
it's a vital time for you to really work on yourself. It's like social media and every everything we're, we've got our hands uh, dipped in now, you know, with, with the internet and, and all that. It, it What it's doing is it's, it's screaming back at you to say, look in, inward, look inward, um, at least on a subconscious level. I, I think everything right now in the media is is at least blatantly trying to make you look at other people and see the differences in everybody and they want division they want war but you can't control what other people do you can only control what you do so i think sub on a subconscious level it's it's screaming back at you saying look inward look inward fix yourself because you you can't fix them you know it and that comes back to discipline and it's not easy it's just keep going keep going like run that race um you know box box that opponent which is yourself it's your past it's not it really isn't someone else it's just what it what is your counterpart you know what it what is your false self there's a reason why in every boxing movie the coach has the fighter shadow box in a mirror mm i didn't think about that that's deep oh <laughs> that that just gives a visual example to what i'm saying but yeah that that's a really a deep thing i mean it it's not very deep in that it's so obvious but it it's not easy you know i i've death is something that's really been on my mind lately as well and it's it's not something that I think about a lot, you know, because I mean, I am still, I'm still young, <laughs> I'm getting older, but I'm still young at heart. So I never thought about writing a will or, <laughs> you know, I've never thought about how would my death affect people and what would they say about me at my funeral? And it's definitely something to think about because what what kind of mark do you want to leave on the world? One thing my dad said uh, when I was younger, he said, this is how it's supposed to be. When you're born, everyone's looking at down on you, smiling, and you're the one crying. But when you die at your funeral... You're going to be the one smiling, looking up at them while they're looking down at you crying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you only get one life that we know of. But, um, yeah, that we're, that we're aware of. <laughs> but, but regardless you have to make if, it count. Exactly. Regardless of if it is or isn't, you got to make it count. Mm hmm. You don't know what's on the other side, but so you can't treat people any kind of way. And it's like 
why go through life want, wanting to be a dick? Like, just be a good person. Like, Black Friday was just passing. Like, people are so dickish. Like, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. Like, I was just before coming to record the, this episode, I was scrolling through Twitter and. I've been so busy. I haven't even been on social media. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. this is this is this is what it's about. Um, <laughs> but I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw these two ladies just fighting on the floor in the in line at Walmart. <laughs> like, wow, that's not even like a a good fight. It's just embarrassing. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm all I'm all for watching that some some fights on Facebook. World, world but, star like, hip hop. You only have one life that we know of, but, like, make it count. Like, why would you want to go through life, mm. like, wanting to be, you know, so hated? And, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, just be kind. Like, we, we've talked about it before. Like, the golden rule is overlooked all of the time, like, exclusively. Like, people aren't, people want to be treated like gods, but no one wants to. You you never want to treat anyone like you're equal, and like we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And like like I said, like Black Friday is one of those things. Like we're all humans. Yeah, we're not I, vultures. That's why. I, yeah, I I'm not really for Black Friday. I'm not really like a supporter of it. You know. I mean, I think you don't go out and trick or treat, my boy. <laughs> that's what is Halloween in November yeah yeah just because I feel like it brings out the worst in people within a short time span <laughs> like there's a lot of greed but at the same time uh six years ago we uh, you know my family bought you know our, the fir- our first house and we went on on Black Friday it was um we had Thanksgiving and like we had nothing in the house at all and we we went out and we saw the other side of black friday and it was like the last year when people like actually went out for black friday mm-hmm. it was like i literally just walked into the store walked through, bought picked up what i wanted it was there and went to line and i was out in like 10 minutes <laughs> wow which is crazy cuz it's target um but <laughs> uh but like I said, I saw the other side, you know, the year before that. I saw the, the other side of Black Friday where we were all looking out for each other. Like, even people not even in my family. Like, we bought the house, had Thanksgiving dinner, and, well, we had that the fourth Thursday dinner of November. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. then um, we went out for Black Friday to buy TVs for every room. I got a PS3. So, we saw... Like I said, the other side of it, because the people we were in line with, like my brother and I, we left the store we were at, and they held our line, our spot in line, and we went back. We went to it was at Walmart. We went to Best Buy, and we went back, and hopped back in line, and still picked up what we were getting. So, like, there are people out there that are still looking out for one another. Like, be one of those people. Don't be one of the people, like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, anything you see online, like, we laugh a, a lot of the negative things. We hardly ever see anything positive. Like, 
hardly anything positive ever trends in the world. It's always something negative. Like, be the positive in a, a negative day. Mm. And like, just don't be a dick. <laughs> but I think that about does it for this week's episode. Brings us to the mm. conclusion. Mm. Um, it's been... We've been all over the place. I feel like we've recorded about a good three episodes in this one. Yeah. <laughs> but Hey, we go with the flow. Go yeah. The flow. We literally went into this blind, and we hope it made sense. <laughs> and I would just like to say, because I don't think I explained it, I thought I was Peter Parker because I have my birthmark on my wrist. <laughs> I thought I was Spider-Man. That's what I meant by that. <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> I don't just have a, a birthmark on my wrist that has nothing to do with what I was talking about. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that about does it for this week's episode. Feel good about it. Me too. I, I hope it all made sense to you all, and you you know go out there and not be a dick because <laughs> God, man, twenty eighteen is something. It's a piece of work. <laughs> don't let twenty nineteen can repeat. No. What 2018 has been. No, no. No. New year, new me. Let's no. do it for real this time. Let's, we talk about Let's it. Let's reset. Yeah. But we will see you next week. Later. <laughs>